and welcome to the Happy Yoga Podcast with me, your host, Joe Hutton. And in this podcast, we talk about all things yoga and all things to make your mind a happier place to live in. Let's get started. This week's episode is going to be all about the second of the Niyamas, which is contentment. Now, I don't think that anybody's mind is going to be blown who is listening to this podcast when I say that the modern world that we live in isn't designed to make us feel content. But neither is our brain. So if you think about the human brain, the brain's entire purpose is to keep you safe. The brain's entire purpose is to keep you alive. It isn't designed to make you happy. It's not designed to keep you content. If you were content all of the time, if we were naturally content, then what would happen is we'd die out pretty quickly because one of the reasons that we have managed to stay so successful as a species is because we have curiosity, because we have this drive to learn and explore and grow. If we just felt content with what we had all of the time as a species, we wouldn't do things like go and see what was in that other island. We might not do things like go and find out what's going on with that other tribe or try and build a better shelter or a a better sewage system or all of these things that we need to survive as a society. So our brain is, is designed to keep us a little bit on our toes. I just wanted you to be aware of that so that you didn't feel guilty. Because I think there's a lot of guilt around contentment. There's a lot of guilt around not feeling 100% or feeling like, why can't I just be happy? What's wrong with me? And I just want you to have that background of, actually, our brains aren't designed to be content and happy. Our brains are designed to keep us safe. And I find that really liberating because... On the days when I'm being hard about myself, about how I'm feeling or getting annoyed that I can't just be, you know, peaceful, I find that keeping that in the back of my mind makes it easier for me to be accepting of the way that my brain is. And then on top of that, we have modern society and modern society is built on consumerism. Again, I'm sure I'm not going to be blowing anyone's minds by saying that. I'm sure that you're all aware of that, that we live in a growth economy. So the way that our economy and world works is it needs to be growing all of the time. So we need to be getting more, more, more for our society and economy to keep going. And as a result of that, we have equated what we consume with happiness. We have equated our sense of self or well-being in external things and the getting of things rather than as an internal. Now, this isn't a new thing. It is pretty extreme in modern society, 
but it's not a new thing. The human drive to pin our self-worth on external things is discussed in all of the religious texts. It's a common theme throughout human existence. So though it is extreme at the minute, it is a very human thing. And that's how come even thousands of years ago in the Yoga Sutras, they were talking about this idea of contentment. So contentment means the ability to be able to sit with what we have and enjoy what we have before we start adding new things, new things, new things. So it doesn't mean that we're not allowed to enjoy nice things. It doesn't mean that you aren't allowed to buy a lovely handbag if handbags are your thing. But what it means is when you have the handbag, enjoy the handbag rather than always looking for the next thing. I think this is a really common theme. I know definitely in my life that once I have something, it's almost like the getting of the thing is the exciting bit. And once you have it, you kind of don't disregard it, but the shine of it goes off. It's very easy to forget all of the things that we already have in our lives, all of the things that we have that to be grateful for and keep our eyes and keep our attention on the things that we don't have. So one of the ways that this might show up in your life is always feeling like happiness is just around the corner. This thing of I will be happy when. So I will be happy when it's the weekend. I will be happy when I'm on holiday. I will be happy when I've lost half a stone. I will be happy when I earn more money. I will be happy when, when, when. And actually, we only have the moment that is in front of us. So this present moment, this moment that you're listening to me say this, is the only moment that exists for you to be able to feel peace, for you to be able to feel happiness. It's also the only moment that you have to feel pain and suffering, but it's also the only moment that you have to feel peace. So if we always put off our sense of peace, our happiness, that thing will never come because there'll always be another barrier for us to be able to feel peaceful or content. So one way that we can cultivate a sense of contentment is by working on our gratitude because there's never going to be an end. There's never going to be a point when somebody's going to come to you and say, you have enough. There's not going to be a point where you're going to feel like you have enough stuff you have achieved enough. There's never going to be a point where someone's going to say, there you go, now start being happy. Because one, there isn't a person who would do that. And two, and the boundary's always going to be being moved. So you've got to learn to find that where we are so that it's not a condition of something else. So your happiness needs to come from 
an inner resilience inside and an ability to sit with the present rather than being happy because of external factors. When you're setting yourself up, so when that condition isn't there, then you aren't able to be at peace. You aren't able to be okay. You will feel unhappy because the thing has been removed. It's like you're basically going and just pinning your sense of well-being onto just a random thing that you have no control over and you don't have any control over a lot of life and there's a lot of inner inner feelings that you don't have control over as well there's a lot of internal stuff that we don't have control over but what we do have control over is our ability to build up a resilience to sit with whatever it is that does come up and that is what contentment is contentment is the ability to sit with whatever is present at this moment. So contentment isn't about feeling peaceful and happy all of the time. That isn't a realistic goal for anybody. And it's also, if we have that as our goal, we're just going to be disappointed. And ironically, we're not going to feel it because when we're not happy and content all the time, we're going to feel like we're doing things wrong. And then we're going to feel content and happy less of the time because so instead of trying to create this thing where we're feeling happy and peaceful all of the time contentment is about being able to sit with whatever comes up at that moment so for example let's think of a a thing that we might deem as negative that and how we could cultivate a sense of contentment around that negative thing. So let's think about anger. When I am angry, quite often there's two things going on. I feel angry, but I also feel annoyed at myself because I feel like I shouldn't be feeling angry. So I have the incident that created the anger and then I have my interpretation of that incident, which is what's made me angry. And then I have the anger, but then I also have this annoyance at myself that I'm feeling angry because I feel like I shouldn't feel angry because it's negative and if I'm wanting to be content, I should feel peaceful and happy all the time. That happens if that is the goal or that is how you think contentment is. However, if instead of trying to be peaceful and happy all the time, you allow yourself to just witness what is there, when you have that anger, you're able to just step back and appreciate the anger. It doesn't feel nice. When I say appreciate, I'm not like, woo, I feel angry or ooh, I feel sad or ooh, I have these negative things. I'm not saying that we have to polyan our feelings around the that the feeling that we have, but instead of trying to push it away, allow it to exist and we don't argue with it we also don't feed it so we don't go oh yeah I'm angry and this is why and this is why and this is why we just allow the anger to exist in the way that it exists and be curious about it so become curious about the way that that anger is being presented and 
possibly why we're feeling angry as well so possibly looking at the conditions that have made that anger appear without like picking at the scab and because it's lovely isn't it I, I do this a lot where if I'm feeling angry I, sometimes it's nice to like pick at it and sometimes anger doesn't feel nice but sometimes anger feels really good and you can pick at it and like try and get it more and more and more the anger exist and you what witnessing that feeling for what it is the good and the bad the negative and the positive and allowing us to see what is present in that moment so quite a lot of the things that are pulling us away from contentment is this need for us to look outside of the present moment to find our sense of happiness but obviously that can't happen because as we've already explained this moment is the only moment that exists so if we're always looking for things outside of this moment to make us feel happy or to feel peaceful or to just feel okay or just to feel and be alive then it's never going to happen because it's it always exists outside of this moment And one of the ways that we can cultivate a sense of contentment is by taking out the distractions. Sitting in the moment is really difficult. It's not an easy thing for people to do because quite often in the moment is uncomfortable things. So one of the things that we do a lot is we distract ourselves from the moment. So uh, one of the reasons why I decided that I needed to have a meditation practice was when I realised that I couldn't even go to the toilet without having something to read. So I would like pick up shampoo bottles and read the back of shampoo bottles. Like just that five minutes in the toilet on my own with my own brain was too much for me and I just thought I need to do something about this I can't that this isn't okay anymore like I can't sit without something distracting my mind and the more that you distract your mind from the present moment the more stimulation your mind gets the more stimulation that your mind needs TikTok is such a good example of this if you spend time on TikTok it very in a very short period of time you get used to all that stimulation in your brain and then you your brain kind of gets used to it and it feels very weird to sit without that distraction or you might have experienced this going from a very busy city into the countryside and the countryside just feels so so silent but then after a while you get used to that silence and that silence becomes like the speed of your brain and it's not where your brain has slowed down it's just that you've become more accustomed to tuning into the smaller the more subtle so that when you go back to the city the city suddenly feels very very loud very overstimulating just too much and it's the same like going back to the thing of tiktok it would be the same if you, if you spent an hour on TikTok and then had to go and knit for an hour without any music on and just a room and knit, your brain would feel like it would be really difficult for your brain to switch gear. It would take a, a while. And so when you're first starting to cultivate contentment, when you're first starting to meditate, when you're first starting to take those distractions away and become aware of the present moment, it can be 
very jarring. It can feel very intimidating for people. So don't feel like you're not doing it right or there's something wrong with you if you find being in the present moment it it is difficult but we can learn to do it by slowing our brain down so the more that you do it the more that you get used to doing it and the easier it becomes so I used to be absolutely terrified of boredom I used to genuinely believe that boredom was going to kill us so I didn't think boredom was going to kill us, but it felt like it was going to kill us. Like if I was meditating, I would get bored and it would be the most uncomfortable feeling for us. So I would be sitting there and I would feel like I was itchy on the inside. Oh, it was horrible. And I thought that it would get, the boredom would get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I just wouldn't be able to cope with it. But actually what I've found when I've meditated for longer periods of time and as I've become more adept at meditating and more used to it, I actually still feel bored, but I am comfortable with that feeling of boredom. So I am comfortable with that feeling of silence. I do still find it unpleasant. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But the benefits of it far outweigh and it's not where it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse I find that the boredom comes it's awful and then it goes away and then beyond boredom is a place of peace so it might be uncomfortable to go through boredom and I'm not saying push through it Some people might find silence and stillness really triggering. So some people are definitely not going to be ready for it or not in a place. Sometimes, even if you've been meditating for a long time, some days it's just not the place that you need to be in. But for most people, the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. And when I say easier, I don't mean that it becomes more pleasant. I just mean that you get used to it. So I don't know if anyone's ever ran or if anyone's done any running. I think running is a really good analogy for meditation because running doesn't get easier. It's not where one day you're like, I can run every day. I can run 10 miles and it's wonderful. (laughs) If you're a regular runner, there will always be a point at your run when you're like, why am I doing this? This is unpleasant. This is horrible. But what becomes easier is you become more used to the unpleasantness and your stamina builds. So you can go further, faster, for longer, and you become at home in the different kinds of unpleasantness in it. And there's also really, really great bits as well. So there might be unpleasant bits, but there's also these really exciting, lovely bits in the run as well. And that's why you keep doing it. And also because the benefits completely outweighs that unpleasantness. If you do run regularly, you know, you feel fitter, you get better sleep, your circulation's better. Like the the benefits totally outweigh those unpleasant bits. And it's the same with meditation. Like if you meditate every day, the benefits completely outweigh that feeling of, of being able to sit still and have a moment of contentment completely outweighs the 
unpleasantness of being in the moment or learning to be in the moment. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on contentment. Please do get in touch. I love the fact that people are listening and people are interested in the philosophy side of yoga because it's very easy to think that yoga is just about the stretching and the the physical side. So it's really nice to know that people are listening. So do hit me up if you have listened to this episode. Bye everyone. The Happy Yoga Podcast was brought to you by me, Joe Hutton. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and you're always welcome to join the community. So follow the link in the show notes if you want to be part of the community. Bye.